Welcome to Flicks and Giggles. Another episode. Episode three. Episode three. A spin-off. A spin-off. Um, today we're not really gonna be talking about movies. Instead, we're gonna be talking about a little bit of music and a little bit of pop culture and a little bit of reality TV. (laughs) And a little bit of whatever else happens. Whatever comes up. (laughs) So um, I, I've never seen The Bachelor before, actually. Me like, neither. I don't watch The Bachelor, I don't watch The Bachelor. Like, I get the occasional TikToks, and then I'll see it, because they're like, I don't know, like, the drama scenes. Mm-hmm. But that's all I've seen, but I've never seen it. But, I've decided, we've decided, we've decided, that we're tuning into The Golden Bachelor. They're both imaginary. <laughs> um, I think I'm more into reality TV that's like, um, games, which, and I'm not saying I don't watch, like, the lovey ones, because I watch Love is Blind, and I watch, like, Too Hot to Handle, and I watch Love Island sometimes. I, sometimes I can't get through a whole season because they're really long. Mm-hmm. But I think I like, I like Too Hot to Handle because they're, like, playing games, and the whole thing is kind of like a game, yeah. rather than, like... The let's sit down and have twenty dates and yeah. and just like schmooze over each other like I just but something about old people is <laughs> just kind of like everyone loves old people. I looked it up and I wrote it down. Um, I didn't wasn't even looking for this. I kind of found it by accident. But apparently, it was ABC's like rating. Like, they're, they've... What am I trying to say? ABC hit a record for their highest ratings on a debut with Colton Bachelor. Really? Yeah. So, we're not the only ones, probably, that have never watched The Bachelor before and are watching Colton Bachelor. Yeah. Um, what are your favorite reality TV shows? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I think Too Hot to Handle is my number one. Okay. And okay. I love Too Hot to Handle. I've watched Too Hot to Handle. I've watched Too Hot to Handle Germany. I've watched, um, what are the other ones? Too Hot to Handle, I think they have a Brazil one. I'm, I have not watched that one yet, but I will. (laughs) I think it's so funny because it's like, they, it it is a task that literally the average person could absolutely do. Mm -hmm. It's like, be abstinent for a month. Like, it's really not. For like $100,000. And they're acting like someone is telling them to, like, move to a different country and never speak to their mom again. Like, it's, you know, I just think it's, the drama is there. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I don't know. I think Too Hot Tantal is great. I like Love is Blind. Although, and I have a little note about this. Season 5. I haven't seen it. Honest to God. Is it the one with Uche and Leah yes. and Leah? Because I've seen every single TikTok about them. Don't Honest worry. to God. I'll get into it later. Just don't even watch it. Like, it's literally not even worth okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I really liked Love is Flying season one. Yes. And season four. Those are the two best ones. I don't remember season four. Season four was like Brett and, um, oh my God, what is her name? Oh no. 
Tiffany and Brett? I don't, I don't. Oh, that's a good one. You should watch season four. Okay. Okay, I'll watch it. I, okay, I really liked, I used to love Love is Blind, but then season two, I didn't dig it as much, so I didn't. I really like Ultimatum. That show is so messy. I tried. Oh my god, Ultimatum Queer version is so messy. I love it. I am obsessed. Um, but also... I love, like, shows like Queer Eye and stuff, mm. you know? Yeah. Because those are, like, reality, but, like, different. Same, but I, I like, I enjoy, um, I enjoy, like... Like a drama. <laughs> no, like, house-building shows, like, like, HGTV. That's, I feel like that kind of fits in the same genre yeah. somehow. Um, I also really like... Korean like reality TV shows. Oh, I've never gotten into it. Um, Singles Inferno is kind of like like it's like it's not. It's kind of like too hot to handle, but not at all. <laughs> like so, they're all like on an island, and there's like I think five girls, five guys, or six girls, six guys, and then so everyone's trying to date each other, and if two people decide to like go on a, a date, then they get to go to paradise, which means they get to leave the island and go to this, like, five-star all-inclusive resort hotel, and then they get to, like, have conversations where they get to find out what they do, what their age is and stuff, but on the island, you're not allowed to, like, talk about these things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you not only have to choose each other, you have to, like, choose each other to go to paradise, but you can go to paradise with, like, as many people as you want, mm -hmm. but then they, like, also compete, like, so it's like, oh, like, they'll have like a competition like Korean wrestling and it's like oh the girls that win their match gets to like choose the guys that they want to go with stuff like that and it's I think it's really I think you would like singing I probably would yeah. um, <laughs> especially because they're playing games and I like games yeah <laughs> and it's so fun and another one another Korean reality TV show that I love it's called Zombieverse Okay. It's where they get, like, celebrities or, like, TV, like, influencer, like, personalities, and they put them in this world where it's, like, a zombie apocalypse, and they have to do a bunch of different things to, like, survive, and it looks real, but it, that show is so unserious. <laughs> it's so, like, they are seriously put in situations where the zombies look real, and they will, like, get attacked and, like, stuff like that, and they have to actually survive, and it's scary, but they're just so funny. Like, I love that show, and there's only one season out. So, that, you know that reminds me of, me and my parents have been watching, um, Special Forces, Okay, <laughs> I don't think it's on like any streaming service. It's like on actual TV, like special forces. Yeah, and it's they take a bunch of celebrities and they um, put them through like military training. <laughs> so like they have like JoJo Siwa and like Black China and Tom Sandoval, the guy that cheated on his wife. Yeah, <laughs> you know him. I've never even seen that show. What is it called? But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah. on there, and his whole thing is like, I want to redeem my family name that I tarnished by he's cheating. Like really rich, right? They're all like, yeah, they're all. Like, some of them are like NFL players. Yeah. Um, some of them are like, probably like I guess C or D list celebrities. Mm -hmm. But some of them like they're pretty pretty big celebrities, <laughs> and they go through this and they put them like through the ringer, and it's really that. funny. Okay. 
I love that. Yeah, I guess Zombieverse is kind of like that, where they take Korean like personalities. There's this, okay, I only started watching Singles Inferno because there was a guy named Dex that was in Zombieverse, and I had like the biggest crush on him. I was like, oh, like, wow. And I heard he was on Singles Inferno 2. I didn't even watch season 1, I just was like, I just want to see Dex. So I went into season 2. <laughs> okay, anyways, Golden Bachelor. <laughs> the reason I wrote down Love is Blind in my notes for Golden Bachelor is because of season five of Love is Blind. Because in season one and season four, specifically of Love is Blind, I feel like there was a lot of people who were actually there because maybe they wanted to find love and not just to like get their 15 minutes of fame, which mm -hmm. I feel like on every season there's always going to be people who, yeah. you know, are just there to be on TV, of course. But it didn't feel like that with The Golden Bachelor. And I don't know if it's because they're older and yeah. they're not like, I guess, immersed in the same like internet TV culture that yeah. like most reality TV stars are. It felt like they were there actually to find love and they were genuinely just looking for a connection yeah. and just to have that second chance at love again. Yeah. And I get that. It's honestly great watching this at the same time as season five of Love is Blind because everyone, I, I don't think a single, I, I guess this is like kind of a spoiler, but like I don't think anyone on season five of Love is Blind was there to actually like find love they were there to be on tv and that sucks yeah it was, a, it was like not That's i mean disappointing the end of the season hasn't come out yet they did that thing where they released one half mm -hmm. so i don't even know how it ends but up until the point that has been released so far i'm like you all suck all of you <laughs> i want to see the reunion just because like I know a little bit of like the drama and the beef that's going on with some of the people because of TikTok, so I just want to know how it, what it looks <laughs> like when everyone is like at the reunion and they've seen the whole show and they're like, you did this, you said that. That's the best part. Yeah. When they actually get to watch it. Dish it out. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, never mind, we're not even going to get into it because you haven't <laughs> even seen the show. So you won't even... No, it's fine. Anyways, The Golden Bachelor. Um, how many times did you cry? Twice. <laughs> I cried twice. I cried when he was talking about his wife. Me too. Specific, I wrote down the line, specifically after they were talking about closing their dream house, and he said, quote, this is her dream, this is what she deserves, why am I standing here alone? <laughs> that one really hit me. Dude, and yeah. I started sobbing. <laughs> That got me cried at the very beginning, and then I bawled my eyes out at the end. Roberta. Absolutely. She never got to watch the show. There's a lady named Ellen who came on because she was saying that her and her best friend Roberta loved watching, like, The Bachelor of The Bachelor. They loved that show. And they showed clips of them together. Together, like, watching. But then Roberta was diagnosed with, I think, cancer. Yeah. And so she was, like, really going through it. And Ellen's like, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you, Roberta. And then the show came out, and at the very end, there was, like, in loving memory. In, yeah, in memoriam of Roberta. And so she didn't even get to watch her best friend on the show. <laughs> I have never broken to tears so fast. <laughs> Especially when Ellen was like, he's a hunk, Roberta. 
Yeah. She was like talking to him throughout the episode. Talking to her throughout the episode. She would like make little calls to Roberta and be like, this is for you. Oh, he's a hug. Like. I'm crying right now. So sad. And it was like, like the, she, she passed away like in September. Yeah. Of this year. Like literally. Right before. Right before it, it debuted. Which is, I mean, it's obviously it's sad without the show. But, like, the fact that she never... Just something about the fact that she never got to see her friend... Do something. And, like, talking about her. Loved. Yeah. 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 And, like, seeing herself on The Bachelor when it's the show that she liked. I, oh, I just... I wish she could have seen it. I don't even know this woman. But I'm like, I wish she could have seen it. Yeah. Um, My heart. I... <laughs> completely different topic. <laughs> I want to know, because I've never watched The Bachelor before. Is there the same amount of people in the first impressions when they're all meeting is it normal on the bachelor for them to like make out with a couple of them yes did that bother you I, yeah i i wasn't expecting that like, I, okay i've never seen it so i was like is it normal is it just accepted to just like make out on the first impression right. like, what? I, I just wasn't sure but he did that with like three people like two or three people yeah and i was like okay with a birthday girl i was like okay like whatever it's the birthday girl yeah. like they're a little crazy but then he did it again and i was like oh <laughs> well the first one he did it with it was just a kiss on the cheek so i was like okay whatever yeah old people love a kiss on the cheek yeah <laughs> but like then the second girl Fully, fully kissed him. It was like he ate the cupcake, and then he was like, will you get it for me? And I was like, no way. Oh, see, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking in the very, very beginning when they step out of the limo. He kissed, like, three people. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I was like, that's so... Also, where did they get the balls to walk up to this man and kiss him? I would like to know. Is it just age? Is it just because they are old and they don't really care anymore? Yeah. I mean, like, there was a part of me that was like, is it just the fact that these women are like experienced? They know what they want. They know what right. they don't want. They're confident. <laughs> they know what they like. And they're just like, I want this man and I'm going to leave an impression. So they just. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if it's like, if it happens in other Bachelor seasons or if it was just this one, but yeah. I don't think we'll be watching any of the other Bachelor no. seasons. Also, in the preview for the rest of the season, it looks so high stakes and like so dramatic. There were tears everywhere, but more than that, there were just a lot of like... <laughs> <laughs> Me too. There was just a lot of makeouts. Did yeah. you see that? He, he made out with so many of the women. Can you imagine like being his kids? His daughters, his granddaughter. <laughs> Watching this. I imagine your grandfather right now. Picture him in your head, and then picture him doing that. I just can't. I want to. My parents. I if if my parents weren't together, and one of them decided to do that, I would probably be like, "Hell yeah, go for it," you know. Yeah. But my grandpa. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, the one thing I do love about this show, though, is that, I don't know, it's healing a little bit, a little part of, like, in me that is, like, afraid of, like, getting, like, old. Because <laughs> they are feral. They have so much energy, and they are living life. Yeah. And I, I love that. And I feel like you don't see that a lot, especially, like, in Hollywood. Hollywood likes to hide women that are just 
aging. Like you just don't <laughs> 40 see and up. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, you hit 35, you're playing mother roles to like 20 year olds, mm-hmm. which is like crazy. Not to say that that's not, that doesn't happen. It does. But for that to be the norm. Yeah. It's crazy. But I don't know. So I, I think it's really good because we're seeing so many like beautiful, confident, elegant women that are just like, that love where they're at. Yeah. Especially reality TV, like, doesn't, uh, what's the word? Doesn't, like, filter? No. What am I trying to say? Um, reality TV does not really push limits with his casting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very... I see. So, like, having a reality TV show that not only is, like, having a, a demographic of people that is not their normal demographic and... A, not making fun of it, mm-hmm. and B, it doing so well yeah. is, like, actually really nice. It is. I like it. I like it. I'm going to tune into the rest of the season. Me too. <laughs> just, just get together and watch every episode. Oh my god, you know what I'm mad about, though? What? I don't like who he gave the first impression rose to. Do you, do you have Which a... Which one? I don't even remember who it was, but I, I have someone who I wish he did give it to. I... I feel like I wrote down a lot of notes, but I don't remember the first rose for. Mm. Yeah, honestly, God, I can't even remember who he gave it to. Oh, I think it was the motorcycle lady. Sorry, my phone's ringing. Hold on. This number has called me like three times today. Anyways. <laughs> I think it was the motorcycle lady that sang to him. Okay, that's yeah. the first impression. Yes. Yeah. You're right. I didn't mind that one, to be honest. I wish he gave it to Teresa. Teresa. She was the she was the birthday girl. The one that yes, came the one in that, naked. The the cupcake. Quote unquote naked. Yes. Cupcake lady. Yeah. I fully thought she was gonna get it because they made out. Me too. Well that she she had a good first impression with the birthday suit joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's memorable. Mm-hmm. And then she read that letter to him from her daughter. Yeah. And, and they then bonded. they bonded over it. And then he was like, if I put this cupcake on my lips, will you lick it off? Yeah. And she did. <laughs> so I was like, why? <laughs> Don't play with mine and Teresa's heart like yeah. that. I really liked, um, I think I, I wrote down, her name's Leslie. She's the dancer that came out in like the old like costume with like the hair and everything. She came out with like like a walker and she was like, struggling to walk and then <laughs> our golden bachelor gary jerry gary gary <laughs> he was like uh do you need help and she literally throws the walker away rips the wig rips the costume off and she goes do i look like i need help and i was like oh you know what's funny i think she was like my least favorite <laughs> i thought she was so funny that made me laugh and then she also said she dated prince and that he wrote a song what is it sexy dancer about her or something like that he's like wow good for you i could not stand her i don't know why. she was funny i thought that was funny i really liked um cannot remember her name sandra the zen practice one because swearing yeah 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 the one who was like I do my deep breathing, and then bleep, 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 bleep. I liked her. I liked her. I, liked her. Um, I really liked Edith. She was the first one. Yes. The golden dress. I thought she was absolutely beautiful. She looked beautiful. so good. Yeah. 
I I saw her. I still think she is the most like beautiful woman out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Even though they're all absolutely gorgeous and elegant, I just I was like, wow. yeah, she was really pretty. Yeah. Who else? Um, I really like, oh my god, oh my god, I think her name's Natasha. She's the one with, like, the laughing. <laughs> the one that was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh and then you're gonna laugh. Ha <laughs> That was, but it was like a crazy cackle laugh that she did. And I just, I started laughing with her. I thought it was so... She was good, I liked her too. They're all very, like, spunky. Yeah. And they're, they're all absolutely feral for him. So feral. <laughs> That's the only word I can use to describe what that was. Oh my god. Me and, because I watched this with my sister. Yeah. Me and Catherine thought that when they brought out Chippy, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel's aunt, mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought that they were like not going to make anyone go home in the first episode and like send home Chippy because they were like older women and like, I don't... I don't want to hurt any, like, 70-year-old's feelings, so we were like, maybe they just brought Chippy on so that they didn't have to hurt anyone's feelings in the first day, yeah. and they'll just send Chippy home, but then they... Chippy doesn't even care. She just wanted to meet him. Yeah, she wasn't even on the show. She was just yeah. there. <laughs> she was just there for the vibe. But then they actually sent home, like, six people, and I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. They're really out here breaking hearts. They're, they're starting strong. Because they really, truly were feral. They were. All of them. Yeah. I, I, I... <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, which one? I oh oh, you know who I really liked? I was kind of rooting for her. It's the egg lady, the one with the the hand. Thank you for reminding me about her because I loved her. I what loved was her. her name? April. April. She gave a calendar of April. That was so funny. Every single page of calendar was was April. April. <laughs> and I was all pictures of her. I I think I honestly that. I think she's one of my favorites. Yeah, and Sandra. Is that her name? I think so. The the bleeping lady, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sandra, 75. Zen practice, bleeping? Haha. Intimacy. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Those yeah. are my notes on Sandra. April and Sandra are my... I'm rooting for them, but I also... I'm rooting for... I like Teresa. Mm. I do. I really do. I do like Teresa. I want to see where Edith goes. Um, and so much of her. No, there wasn't a lot of her. I, I liked faith so i'm interested in faith she's the motorcycle lady that say oh right i think the the singing with the guitar the serenading will always cringe me out a little bit yeah i agree it's it is a little bit like in the barbie movie yeah i liked the motorcycle and i was like wow she's cool and then she pulled out a guitar and she was like let me sing for you and she was like staring in his eyes and singing and i was like "Mm." Yeah, it's just a little bit weird. Yeah, but I still... The motorcycle part is so cool to me. One thing I liked that I thought was interesting was every single one of those ladies said something about how Gary made them feel calm and how he made them feel grounded, Mm -hmm. which I think is so opposite from younger people because they're like, oh my god, he made me feel like so much butterflies and he just made me, like, excited. And it was like... Like, they were still feeling the butterflies, but the thing that made them like wants to go towards him that was pulling them towards him was the fact that he made them feel grounded that was cool Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) she's like no i just don't have anything anything to add that's a great point i you know what you said everything that needed to be said and good job (laughs) thank you (laughs) 
Um, yeah. Also, sorry. No, you go. Go. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I'm sorry. Go. You go. You go. I thought it was really funny that Chippy just fell asleep. I. <laughs> I can't. I can't because I'm like, I know it's so scripted, but it was still funny, but I... Oh, Chippy. 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 She's Jimmy Kimmel's aunt, so she had pulls. She she was a nepotism grandma. I think, though, I think she, like... um, You know how, like, Marvel has a cinematic universe? (laughs) I think, like, whatever universe that The Bachelor exists in, I think Chippy's been around. Has she? I think so. I I wouldn't know. I don't think this is her first appearance because it's not her first rodeo. Gary knew who she was. Oh, did he? Yes. When yeah, I read this thing and it it was like an article after the fact, and he was talking about how he was kind of like, oh, when she got out of the car, she was swearing and she was like struggling to get out of the car or whatever, and then. He was like, oh, and then I saw her face, and I was like, oh my god, no way. I think she's like, they know who she is. I think Chippy's is around. I have no idea. I have to look at what she's been doing. Yeah. (laughs) She just uses Jimmy to get everywhere. She's like, Jimmy, I'd like to be on this show tomorrow. Thank you. (laughs) He's like, okay. Okay. Okay, Okay, Chippy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything else? I don't think so. Do you want to talk about music? Sure. We're going to do like a little top picks of the recent past weeks or month or whatever of music for us. And then I'm going to link it below. I'm going to make a Spotify playlist of all the songs we mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's going to not make any sense. It's going to be like... It's going to be like country to like British R&B. So. Yeah, everything in between. But if you want to listen to any of the songs, if you need new music and you haven't heard of these before... And you, you, you can go. Yeah, you will get a wide selection, a wide range of genres. Okay. How do you want to do? <laughs> how do you want to do this? We go back and forth. Sure. <laughs> My first one is three songs by Renee Rapp. So what now? Snow Angel and Too Well. I didn't really get super into like her whole album and her whole EP. I'm I'm a little picky with. I think I'm a little picky with pop. I enjoy pop music, but I enjoy specific pop music. You know what she's not picky with? Country. I am picky with country. Okay. <laughs> I, I am. She a country girl. No, I'm picky. Okay. <laughs> Listen. But, um, I, you know, saw Renee Rapp on Broadway. <laughs> Like, insert picture right here of me meeting Renee Rapp. <laughs> I'm literally going to edit it right there. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, um, I'll post a picture on Instagram so none of you miss it. Because I will never let anyone forget that I met her before she was famous. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, She's the OG from <laughs> Mean Girls Days. Yeah. Um, we have Clayville signed by her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I can't get into it because some of the writing is not really relatable to me. Like I, you know, but she's such a good singer mm-hmm. and she is actually like a trained vocalist yes. who has been on Broadway. This girl can sing and you can tell, even though she, in a lot of her songs, she's not doing anything really crazy. Mm-hmm. 
you could just tell that like she's very good at what she does and I really love that. I love it when it like comes through in her music. So I've been listening to those those three th songs specifically. I like it. I really like Renee Rapp. There's, I do agree that she is like a true vocalist yeah. and I feel like like we don't have, we have a lot of singers that are very talented but it's different from being a vocalist yeah. and you can just see, you can hear in the yeah. way she does her thing and it's so, so cool. Um, my first one, um, her name is Joy Crooks. She's, for some reason I listen to a lot of like UK artists. Like I don't know how I got onto that scene but I, like I think like half of mine are like from there. <laughs> how did you get there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it started with like Georgia Smith and then like Leanne Le Havis and then it just kept expanding. I don't know. Anyways, her name is Joy Crooks and she, oh the song is called No Hands and that's just the one that's on repeat right now. Her her music is kind of like R&B, like upbeat kind of music, but it's also very soulful. It's, there's, there's a, Izzy was saying, there's like an Amy Winehouse-y kind of like vibe to her, yeah, to her music, to her, to her voice. It is very unique as well. Like when you hear it, you know it's Joy Crooks. And a lot of her music, ranges from like mental health to like self-love and like breakups relationships and it's just she's just so cool and I feel like all of her songs really vary within the R&B range and I don't know yeah because I'm not super into R&B but I like her mm -hmm. so she's there, doing something right there's a little bit like there's more upbeat ones that you can get into like when you were mine that one sounds a little bit more like mainstream poppy R&B but it's so good and she just has such a big range for it <laughs> yeah Joy Crooks everybody um where do I want to go next <laughs> I can pick any of them <laughs> this is so fun okay um <laughs> I have two that are like people I've listened to for a while that have just kind of come back one of them is Paramore, who I have loved forever, and I don't think I'll ever stop listening to. They're releasing, it hasn't come out yet, they're releasing literally tomorrow when at the point of us recording, so at the point of you listening, it is out, and you can go listen to it. Congrats. Um, they've released a remix album of their last album, This Is Why, so it's like all of the same songs, but they're all like featuring some people. I know one of them, they are featuring like Julian Baker from Boy Genius. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. Cool. Yeah. Um, so obviously I can't listen to that yet because it's not out. But I, it's, you know, dragged me back into just listening to Paramore. And my go-tos are Thick Skull and Figure Eight from specifically This Is Why. Um, but my favorite song of all time by them is Caught in the Middle. Love. So, you know, they just remind me that they're there and then I go and listen to them. Um, yeah. My all-time favorite Paramore song is Basic, but it's um, Still Into You. That one just, I just love it. It's a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> I love Paramore, but I wouldn't say I'm like a like a true Paramore fan like you. But I, I always will like vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. My next one. <laughs> Where should I go? I don't know. Um, I'm going to go to... Leve. 
Um, I love her. I think she's bringing back jazz. It's not <laughs> dead anymore. Well, it's still dying, but she's bringing it, it back a little bit. And her new album is called Bewitched. And my favorite songs on it are From the Start, Dreamer, and the song Letter to My 13-Year-Old Self literally makes me sob like absolutely makes me sob she just really captures what it is like to be like an Im immigrant child or like just a girl that is growing up in a place that with people that don't look like you that you are sort of like an outsider and she really captured that and when i listened to it i started sobbing and it just but the thing about it the thing about it is there are certain lyrics that are just so specific that that I really relate to like the opening line is um, don't you worry about your curly hair and I'm like I did I did when I was I do that yeah. and then like there's lines that are like oh like when they try to say your foreign name and laugh and I'm like do you know how many times people have butchered my name one because they couldn't do it. And then two, they knew how to say it, but then they do it on purpose because they're like, I think it's so funny when I like say your name wrong. Like, I just think it's so funny when I don't pronounce it right. Anyway, so, you know, she's really out here. I listened to that and I was like singing to my 13 year old self and I used to be Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, anyways, you should go listen to Leve because her album is it's jazz, but I think it's easy jazz that you can get into. It's like modern easy jazz. And it has a very whimsical, like soulful and like romantic vibe to it all. And she just, she's so good. If anyone has tickets to Leve in Vancouver, let me know. I will do anything for them. It is sold out. She's here for two nights, I think. And it's all sold out. It was mm. sold out before the album dropped. Damn. <laughs> um where am I going next where am I going next country no not yet we're not there yet okay I could go there um my next you know we were gonna get here eventually <laughs> let me give a little backstory for the people okay for the people like two weeks ago maybe three I was like oh Amy, you know, talking to Amy, and then in passing, I was like, blah, 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 Noah Khan, right? <laughs> and she goes, who? And I'm like, okay, interesting, because I thought everyone and their freaking mom knew who Noah Khan was. Um, apparently, this is not true. Um, no idea. No idea who this man was. She was like, stick season. And I was like, what's that? I was naming all of, like, the popular songs that have been on TikTok, Never heard a single line. I was nope. I think I I had she, a perpetual like jaw on the floor moment for like three days straight. She screamed. I remember this. She's <laughs> explaining it to me. I'm not getting it. She's singing me songs. I'm not recognizing them. And she literally gets up and she goes ah Amy and she's like running through her <laughs> living room like she does a little loud and she comes back and she goes you're joking you're joking right tell me you're joking like you know who it is I have no idea who Noah Khan is I. Still kind of don't. <laughs> I just don't know what to say. And it's not even in a, in a like, pretentious, like, uh, not even, you know, just in a way that I seriously thought that he was everywhere and that everyone knew him. And I am actually just so blown away that you did it. I think it's because, 
like Lizzie McAlpine. Did I say McAlpine. McAlpine. Lizzie McAlpine. She always says Lizzie McAlpine. <laughs> Every time. English isn't my first language, guys. <laughs> so Lizzie. McAlpine. McAlpine. <laughs> Anyways, her. Just gonna call her Lizzie. Um, even though I just explained how I hate it when people butcher my name. <laughs> and I didn't get this. Her, um, Noah Khan, like Boy Genius, Phoebe Bridgers, they're all artists that I knew of, that I liked a song here and there because of TikTok, but they weren't people that I really like listened to that kind of music. Like, I feel like. When I was in high school, that kind of like chill music was all I listened to. And then I think I just grew out of it and my taste is not there anymore. So I just don't really, I just have it. <laughs> like, I feel like Hosier is like one of the few chill kind of like, it's so funny because I, Hosier isn't even chill. <laughs> no, and neither is Nocon. <laughs> like at all. Anyways. <laughs> he's like banjo picking like bing, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, chill. and I said he's country and she got mad at me. Don't. <laughs> he's not like just and I, it's not even in a way of like I enjoy country and I will say that I enjoy country he's just not he's just <laughs> sorry not he's country. indie folk he's like singer songwriter indie folk whatever I used to listen to a lot of singer songwriter stuff and mm. I just don't anymore mm. right no hey <laughs> you do you <laughs> <laughs> I've never listened to Leve so who am I to say but <laughs> anyways so I did The Great War 2.0 on Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. and I got myself some tickets in March for Noah Khan. Nice. Um, so, even though that's been a, a wild thing for me, I think he, he's, he's still really up there on my, like, current listens, mm-hmm. and I think right now I'm super into... Um, from his most recent album, I'm super into Growing Sideways and Orange Juice. I remember Orange Juice. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. It's a good one. I don't know the other one. I'll play it for you. It's a good one. Yeah, that's kind of it. He's just still on my... Because I recently bought tickets and he he has not... Since he joined my, like, current listens, he really has not left. It's just been changing which song... Because, honestly, we were talking about this earlier, that I, I really struggle to um, enjoy a whole album. Like, most of the time, I, do, I will not enjoy a whole album. But I, I truly do think that I enjoyed this entire album. That's fair. That's a rare thing for me, so it has not left my ears yet. I like it. Yeah. I do like, I will say, I do like Noah Khan. Like, I like that kind of music. It's just not my go-to right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my next one, my next one is, okay, Georgia Smith, another UK R&B soulful Afrobeats queen. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> she is one of those artists that I found and she just hasn't left my rotations. Again, like the songs will change and it'll grow, but mm-hmm. at least one or two of her songs is always in my on repeat. And right now, there are two songs called Go, Go, Go and Little Things. They're both very like dancey, like 
almost like club music, which I don't listen to a lot, but because it's Georgia Smith, I will listen to. But her most of her music is like a lot of them is like slower and very like her voice over like instrumental and it'll be very soulful R&B and again she has that unique tone that you listen and you're like I, I'm pretty sure this is Georgia Smith and you can just pinpoint her you don't listen to Georgia Smith I don't think so I think I tried one of the songs in the playlist but she didn't like capture me like like Joy Crooks I really enjoyed mm-hmm. and she stuck with me but I don't I don't know if Georgia did yeah that's fair I feel like we used to have, we always used to, our music taste wasn't always like the same, but it was always like similar sure. enough that it's like, oh, listen to this. And I'm like, I like it. It's stuff I don't know. And then, but now it's like, like really, yeah. yeah, like we've just, you went to New York and came back country. <laughs> okay. Explain that. <laughs> Explain it. <laughs> Of my music is UK R&B. Like what? Certainly, what happened? Like, none of that makes sense. None of it. Um, my next one is two songs by Wyatt Flores. I don't even know who this man is. I know nothing about him. I know he looks like a little boy, but he sings like a man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's 22 he's only <laughs> he looks like a little boy but sings like a man <laughs> he he does he um he's, he's our age yeah he's 22 he has only released like singles but i'm really into please don't go right now and i'm he just released a song called west of tulsa literally in september mm-hmm. um and i think it's really good and i like it um, but he's, he's one of those people where you hear his voice and you picture someone in your brain of what this person looks like. And then you see a picture of him and it does not match up. <laughs> like you just, it's, it just doesn't even sound like that voice could possibly be coming out of that face. You know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what he does. I, if he's going to like release an album or, or what, but I've liked what he's done so far. <laughs> My next one is Janelle Monet, her new album, The Age of Pleasure. I love that album. I feel like it's a no-skip album. Most of the songs are just so, like, they're just so, such, like, feel-goods. And I have a few that are my favorite. Why did I write this twice? <laughs> Anyways, I have a song called A Dry Red, and that one is, like, the slowest most instrumental on her album and it's one of my favorites there's a song called only have eyes for two and then there's another one oh oh yeah it's here it's called lipstick lover it's there twice <laughs> it's there twice <laughs> lipstick lover and then there's another one that i want to mention called paid in pleasure and all of them are so good this album is very reggae mm-hmm. soulful upbeat the only way i can describe this album is it's energetic it's by pride and it's a little horny, but it's really good. Um, yeah, I like found this album, listened to it, and I was like, oh my god, I love it. And I realized it's a new album, so she's probably on tour. I searched it up, she was like there like the next day. I hate that. And I was like, no, like I want to go so bad. Didn't. Um, but yeah, probably could have, but that won't hurt. 
It really hurts when that happens. I think that's happened to me a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Where they like, they're coming like next month and you can't afford it or they're, they were like just there two months ago or something. Um, that happened to me recently as well. It was Masego, another one of my favorite artists. Loved his album, his new album. I was like, this is so good. I, I knew it was, it had been out and I was meaning to get around to it. Finally got around to it and I was like, oh my God, it's his tour. Like, let me search it up. He was there the night before. No. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Fun fact. The first time that I met Izzy, I was like, I think we were, like, I think we were in grade eight or something. I was 13. Yes. And I was, I was at, I was in a lineup for the 1975 concert before they started being really problematic and shitty. Can you believe we met in the presence of Matt Healy? Of Matty Healy. Matt Healy. That's where we met. That's where we met. In his was, presence. Yeah, it was in a lineup, and my friend at the time was like, you're gonna love her. She's this girl named Izzy. Like, she's so fun. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then it was like in the lineup, and I was like, oh my gosh, hi. Hi. Okay, bye. And I was like, <laughs> scurried away. I can't believe it. That's where we met. It is. I, w- I was gonna say, what is the first concert you ever went to? Do you remember? Oh, it wasn't until I was, I moved to Canada, and it was Selena Gomez. I was 10, or no, I was 11. My dad got me tickets to Selena Gomez. I went with my mommy, and Emblem 3 opened for Oh my god! And at one point, at one point, I like did like a heart to Emblem 3, and the main singer saw it, and he pointed at me, and I died. I was great vibe. (laughs) I don't remember which tour it was hers, but it was the one where Emblem 3 opened for her. I think Christina Grimmy was there. Might have been. Oh, God. Yeah. I think. My sister was, like, randomly friends with one of the guys from Emblem 3 for a while. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. Weird, weird memory. Who was your first concert? Oh, my first concert, I was 12. And my parents got me tickets for my birthday to Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Wow. Because I loved them. Are they the one that say... And I country not country <laughs> at all. <laughs> I am really glad actually that I saw them. It was a really good concert. And I saw them before the two leads broke up. And I feel like a lot of their music had to do with like their relationship and it was after they broke up, it was kind of never the same. So I'm I'm glad I saw them like on stage together while they were still together because it was <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. My next one. My next. This one is because of okay. I it's Sabrina Carpenter, and it's her songs "Feather" and "Read Your Mind" because I started seeing them so many times on TikTok that it started getting stuck in my head. And then I was like, let me listen to her album, and I actually really liked it. She writes really catchy choruses, and mm-hmm. she's really good at that. I I wrote, she is poppy boppy. It's <laughs> like pop music, and they're all like bops. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think you had to explain it. <laughs> I think it makes sense. Just in case. Uh, my next one is That's Where I Am. By Maggie Rogers. I love Maggie Rogers. Me too. She's so good. Um, it's from her 2022 album, but 
this song specifically has kind of come back into my um, list, my current list. Because I just think it's, I don't know, it's so catchy. I think it's so catchy, but not in an annoying way. <laughs> and I just had hiccups. Sorry. It's okay. I forget you. You're going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, honestly, I don't really have anything to say about that song. I just like it. And it kind of just came back to me. So that's fair. That's where I am. Maggie Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you are. That's where I am. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I have one like that where it's called, it's by an artist called Jazz Karis, another UK queen. <laughs> Again, she is R&B and very soulful. Um, her song is called Petty Lover. And I listened to the acoustic version specifically because it's like this really pretty like guitar that's just accompanying her. I don't know. It's one of those songs where I just, I love it. I listened to it and I was like, I can't even really relate to the lyrics all that much, but I'm singing it with my whole heart and mm. I love it. Nice. That's it. Amy loves British people. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Fun fact about Amy. <laughs> she loves British people. <laughs> Apparently. Um, my next one. I crossed this one out, but I kind of want to talk about it now. Talk about it. Speak your truth, girl. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Maren Morris. You know who that is? I think so. She was a country singer, but is no longer. Yeah, she, she has like she she did like pop country, um, like all of her stuff was super poppy. Um, but she has like announced that she's leaving country music, which I think is unfortunate because I think she does it well. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a video of her singing her song "My Church" with Hosier, mm. and. Um, I'd heard that song before and I was kind of like, yeah, it's a catch song, whatever. And then I saw the video of her and Hosier singing it and I was like, this is really good. Both of them together. And then I went back and listened to the song and it kind of do me really boppy. So <laughs> I have been listening to it lately. Um, yeah. And I have one more. Okay. Um, I can talk about... Okay, I love, I love Anderson Park. Mm -hmm. um, his song, Make It Better, I think it's from his newer, it's one of his newer songs. I don't know if it's like from an EP or an album, but that one is, that one has been in my on repeat playlist for like months. I don't think I've played it for you yet. So. It wasn't in the playlist. Because the playlist yeah. I made for you was specifically British Babes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she made me listen to two hours of British people singing. <laughs> Do you know what that does to a person? <laughs> to be fair, it was all like R&B and like soul and kind of like Afro beats, which is not something you think of when you no. think UK artists. Not really. Anyways, but it's a whole thing. Anyways, Anderson Bach, I love him. His song Make It Better, so good. And also his album, his whole album with Bruno Mars. Supersonics, mm -hmm. something I forget the name of the album. I'm I'm, so sorry. Yeah, me too, but I'm picturing it. Yeah, it's so good, and the song "Flies Me" on that album is also one of my favorites. I will listen to it when I just when I'm like in it's in the morning, and I just need a little pump up. And if it's like especially before like auditions, and I just need to feel really good about myself, I'll listen to a song, and it's "Flies Me," Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars. My last one is um, my mom's fault that I like this song because um, 
I was at home with my, like, my whole family was there, and they were playing an album, and I was like, who is this? And they were all like, <laughs> how do you not know? So, apparently I'm the only person in my family that doesn't know who Orville Peck is. Um, oh, that I, have, guy. I have learned who Orville Peck is. And I've, I've been listening to Daytona Sand from his album Bronco. I, I like it. Especially at the end when he spells out Mississippi like three times. <laughs> um, I would sing it, but I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> I, I like, I, I don't know if I like him or not. Because he has a weird voice. I only discovered him through you, and he has such, like, a distinct voice. Yes. And sometimes when he sings, I'm like, oh, that sounds so good, and no one else can sing that like you because your voice is so good. And then other times his voice resonates in a way where I'm like, that doesn't sit well with my ear. You know, I was thinking about this because of the conversation we had, and he has a gorgeous lower register. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yes. And I almost wonder if his his higher register is when he goes into that is when I start to be not that he isn't good up there. Mm-hmm. It's just it has a, a different tone almost. It does. Yeah. Like what draws me to him is the lower register. That might be it. But I I'm really into that song right now, and it's yeah. But that whole album is pretty good. I. I sat down and listened to the whole thing with my parents, and it's, uh, it's a nice album to listen all the way through. I like it. That's all I got. Um, I think that's all I got, too. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I always find new music through you, and, like, yeah. I remember one time I texted you, this was, like, when you were still in New York, and I was with my friend, and I was like, I just want new music. So I texted you, I was like, send me songs, and you sent me a screenshot, and I listened to it, and I was like, wow. This is so easy. And it was, it's, it's, what was it, it? It all had a little bit of like country twang to it. It's just, <laughs> the thing is, okay, here's the thing. I think I figured it out. It's not that you're a country girl. You just, there's just a twang that you like in your I like music. a little twang. Not, ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. Because the thing is, I'm not sitting down and listening to Jason Aldean. You know? I know who that is. Totally. Okay, I'm not sitting down and listening to. Like, I don't sit down and listen you know, to Blake Shelton, like, you know, God's country, like... You know who likes Blake Shelton? Wow. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> okay, I don't mean to offend any Blake Shelton fans. She won't be offended, she'll laugh. Okay. But when he was here in Vancouver, she was like, should I go? And I was like, Mom, I won't come with you. <laughs> you can go. You know what, I'm sure he makes good music. Just, I'm, I, I wouldn't call myself a country fan in the way that, like... That's not what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, I like a little twang. I like a little folk. I really do enjoy a folk. Well, I do enjoy folk music a lot. I think it's just what I listen to so much that I got sick of it, and I I'm in my yeah. Enough. I'm not there yet. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Maybe one day. Watch. We're gonna switch eventually. I don't know about that. <laughs> Can't convince me to listen to British people. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have like <laughs> well, our podcast be banned in London <laughs> I hope not I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of your music scene I feel like you have such cool like oh becoming God. artists I stand by it I stand by it you know what they gave us one direction actually you know what you're right they did. I feel like there's a lot more like 
bigger, like, prominent artists that are from the UK. They gave us Amy Winehouse. They gave us Harry Styles. Harry Styles. They gave us... I love Amy Winehouse. I have a bunch of her songs on repeat now, so... That's literally the only two British people in history that I can think of. Ever. Not even singers. Just British people. This is going to sound so... This, is, this might be a stupid question. Is Elton John British or is he U.S.? <sighs> Like, Taron Edgerton played him, and he's British. Yeah, but did he have an accent when he did it? I don't remember. Me neither. <laughs> is that really all we can think of? I feel like we're insulting. <laughs> I, I can think of other British people, I just can't think of other British singers. <laughs> you know who is in my head? Just Benedict Cumberbatch. I've been thinking about Daniel Radcliffe, so... Who else? I don't know. <laughs> That's wild. Coldplay? Coldplay's British? That, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> Hold on. Learning so much. That's crazy because I feel like people in Vancouver love Coldplay. Yeah. Vancouver people love themselves some Coldplay. Spice Girls. I didn't know that either. Oh, I yeah. Victoria Beckham. And Mel B. Yeah. She's like the most British person ever. Ever. <laughs> That's so funny. Notice how none of them are on my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, should we do an outro? Because this is getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, a little ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in again. You can find our podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. At Flix and Giggles Podcast. Um, you can also find the playlist with all of this music linked below wherever you are listening. It should be there. I'll try and, and make that happen. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it happen. And once you listen to it, tell us which songs are your favorites. Or if you found new artists and if you like them, let us know. Yeah, and go on Instagram if you want to see a picture of me and Renee Rapp. Thanks for tuning in. See you next Tuesday! Tuesday.